Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Welcome back to the Soapbox, everybody. I'm Emily. And I'm Shannon. And we're so grateful that you're here today. We're going to be talking about something kind of that everybody talks about lately, but maybe we're going to do it in a little bit of a different way. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, we talked about this earlier that we're kind of struggling. So yeah. Yeah. So So we might have to talk through that a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Bear with us. Right. So what are we talking about today? Exploring gratitude. Since it's the week of Thanksgiving. Yes. Perfect. It's a topic of conversation that we all bring up. So I think it's an important thing to discuss. Yeah. I think so too. Okay. Our tea for the topic. Oh. So this is something called gunpowder tea. What? So I brought... It's not that exotic. It, it refers, sounds exotic. It refers mostly to how they wrap the tea mm-hmm. so that it looks like gunpowder. Mm. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And it actually is green tea. Okay. I kind of, when I was like moving the table, I bent over and mm-hmm. could, I was like, that smells like green tea. You snuck. <laughs> I didn't taste it though. I you promise. You sneaker. <laughs> so yeah. So that's what it looks like. It looks like gunpowder. Wow. So the reason I chose this is not because we've had green tea. We've had lots of kinds yeah. of green tea. But the reason I chose this is because I was first introduced this by my husband, Jesse, who I am grateful for. Mm. So, sweet. you know, this is when I think of gunpowder tea, I think of him because he, he used to drink it in Africa when he was mm-hmm. there. So um, because I'm grateful for him, it reminds me of him. That's so, so sweet. I know. My love have, of my life. I'm my pain green in my bits. ass. Well, you know, the, <laughs> let me know if I have any in my teeth. Okay. Well, the reason, okay. So this particular gunpowder tea came in a, um, in a bag, mm-hmm. but I ripped open a bag <laughs> and put it in here. You just wanted to see because, me have green tea. Because I love it that you get, I love yeah. leaving debris in your um, tea. So nice of you. But not only that, the cool thing about gunpowder tea is it kind of looks like black uh, balls of gunpowder but when you put it in the water Mm -hmm. it kind of blooms into this Mm. leaf that's cool so i have some information about gunpowder tea yeah tell us so it's named that because of the shape of its leaves and what it is is it's rolled tea leaves they usually do it with oolong and green tea it's a chinese uh, style of a tea and it looks like the small grains of gunpowder and it's done that way because it helps to keep the leaves um, better preserved from being destroyed from, like, damage or breakage. Hmm. Very interesting. So, yeah. That's awesome. So, and, of course, green tea is good for everything. It reminds me of my husband, who I'm greatly thankful for, which I can say nice things about him because I know he's never going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't seem to have any problem, like, talking junk about him. Yeah. But if I speak nice words, I know he won't hear it either. Yeah. So that's good. So, and, and part of the reason I picked gunpowder tea is because I have had such a, such an awful militant demeanor lately. <laughs> it kind of suits me right now. <laughs> 
And uh, I didn't add any sugar to it because I thought that also was symbolic of the fact that we need to get back to the basics and kind of rebuild our attitudes. (laughs) (sighs) Let's not even talk about that. So symbolism of gunpowder tea. Yes. Awesome. Well, that's really neat. So this week is Thanksgiving in the U.S. And um, it's uh, this wonderful merge of of feasting and thankfulness. Mm -hmm. Um, But oftentimes the feasting sort of supersedes the the thankfulness. So I think that in this crazy year that we've had, that for me, I know I really kind of want to um, be much more mindful of what I'm thankful for and gratitude in general. So mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so the definition of gratitude is being thankful uh, to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So I thought that was kind of interesting because when I think of gratitude, I just think of, you know, being outwardly grateful for something or you know, whatever, someone, mm-hmm. but I never really tend to follow that up with, you know, showing people that I'm grateful for them. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, no, I've I've been doing a lot of thinking about this. And actually, it's funny because my husband, Jesse, and I, um, we've had a lot of really interesting conversations lately. I don't know exactly what he's got going on in his personal life. Did you just belch? Yep. Throat burp. <laughs> Isn't that funny how it's, it's almost like the minute we record, it's like all of our bodily functions just come out and we just want to yeah. emerge. Make themselves known. Hello. Here I am. <laughs> so he, he's had some friends lately that are really struggling with some personal issues and it's been a strong reminder uh, to him and in our family that you really don't know what people are struggling with. Mm-hmm. I mean, mental health, finances, um, just relationship issues, mm-hmm. family struggles. I mean, you know, I mean, forget the stress and um, pressures that are being put on us just from our society right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you and I kind of talked about this before that it yeah. just sort of feels like it's coming from a lot of different places and it's kind of bubbling. Mm-hmm. And so I know we've really... Um, been kind of stepping back and um, we're just kind of sitting in our relationship and really learning to just try to appreciate our journey that we've had Mm -hmm. because we're starting to see there's some chaos there's some struggles and it's it's scary Mm -hmm. to to see that and and I think that whenever you when you when you kind of get exposed to stuff like that it makes you retreat to what is almost like core your core comfort mm-hmm. because all your tendrils are out there and they feel um, vulnerable. So, you, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But it just makes you start to feel like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Tim and I just celebrated 16 years of marriage last week. And I just can't believe that we've been together for 16 years. And, you know, I, we really just kind of like reflected on where we've come from and and now it's like we were talking about well let's let's do something for each other you know we talk about presents and whatever and like we we don't 16 years like you know you you, mm-hmm. you, you have everything at this point in your life right like mm-hmm. your health you're you're married you're, you've got kids but we came up with the idea of like let's 
have 16 more healthy years and let's try to get our health back on track because gosh darn it, the last six months have been really hard. I don't know. I just think back to what all I used to do before, you know, COVID and everything. And I just, I seem to not have that headspace for it anymore. Or I feel changed. I don't know. Yeah. I feel altered. Not just from COVID and not just from the politics of our country. It's kind of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And just, I feel altered. And um, I don't think it's all good. (laughs) No, I definitely feel. But sometimes enlightenment comes in uncomfortable forms. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes you have to get uncomfortable mm-hmm. before you shift in positive ways. So I'm just trying very hard to, to kind of settle into that idea. So when we talk about um, being grateful, I was thinking, what does that look like? So it automatically um, pulled me back to the happiness lab. Yeah. Because I, I like the I like the happiness lab. For, for those, I know we, we've talked about this. Um, and for those of you that don't, aren't aware of the happiness lab, it started as, I believe, a TED Talk, right? I believe so, and she's a professor at Mm -hmm. Harvard. Yes, and her name is Laurie Santos, and it started as a TED Talk, I think. Yeah. No, I don't think it started as a TED Talk. I think it started started as as a class. class. Yeah. But then she did a TED Talk on Mm -hmm. it, and it was fascinating, and that's where it it gained a lot of momentum because people were like, it's such a simple topic, and Mm -hmm. I think that's the... That's the really interesting thing about that entire podcast is it's all about happiness. We all seek happiness. And yet it's a very complicated kind of uh, thing to research because it's all about, um, I mean, what they look at, they look at scientific strategies to allow for people to achieve their goals and be happy. Well, and it's also hard too because like what makes you happy maybe not, oh my gosh, I can't speak today. Is maybe not what makes me happy. So there's not like kind of a, I don't know, people are different. Well, and it's, and that's the thing they kind of focus on is it's not really about what you accomplish or what you have. Right. It's about your uh, attitude towards your life. Your outlook and. And how do you get that? Mm -hmm. Okay, hold on. We have kids in the wall. (laughs) Quiet down, fish. Is that a southern term? Uh, I, don't, I think it's our own movie. Wild down fish. I can't remember what movie. Oh, <laughs> so I reflected back to an episode that's called Grateful Expectations. I think I've actually heard them discuss gratitude in other ones, but I couldn't find them. I'm just obsessed with the Happiness Lab, so I couldn't find the exact episode. But this particular one, and I'm not sure I'm not sure the number of it. I think it's I think it's in season two, but it's called Grateful Expectations. It's with um, Professor uh, David Destino. He's an author of a book called Emotional Success, The Power of Gratitude, Compassion, and Pride. And, uh, you know, she has a lot of her fellow um, professors Professors. on there. Mm -hmm. So what he discusses is what he calls the base moral emotions. And these are the things that almost have to be in place first before Mm -hmm. you can kind of progress. And one of them is gratitude, one of them is compassion, and one of them is pride. And, like, authentic pride, not just, like, you know, arrogance or whatever. But, um, so from these behaviors, then uh, other emotions kind of evolved from that. But they went into gratitude in, in good detail, which I thought was some really interesting stuff. And, um... So he defined gratitude a little bit differently, which I don't know that I agree with. Good thing I'm not in this class. He'd be like, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) I just protest. (laughs) But he said he defines it as um, 
and well, an emotion, which I think gratitude is kind mm-hmm. of an emotion. But um, he he says it's an emotion that we feel when someone gives us something of value at some cost to themselves. And mm-hmm. where I kind of disagree with that is that I don't necessarily think that my emotion of gratitude is is dependent on whether or not it costs somebody anything. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. It but, could, but maybe not all that's the time. maybe that's his scientific way of studying it. Mm-hmm. But um, but either way, I think it's a really, really, um, I think it's a really important um, thing to look at. And he looks at it in a very scientific way, which I love. They're kind of like gurus. They're kind of like life coaches, but they have data behind them, which I really find fascinating. Yeah. And studies. It's the studies that mm-hmm. I find fascinating. So I guess, you know, not to get too technical about about all of this, because I know I throw a lot of this stuff in here. But what was interesting that he said was that it's not really about... Gratitude isn't about pining for the past or running around um, kind of appreciating the charity that you get from others. Hmm. It's more about uh, the benefit of practicing gratitude. It's about setting an expectation for what we should value and how we grow or evolve based on that. So it's, you know, we think of gratitude as a reflection of what, what we did in the past but he's looking at it almost like a of um, you know creating how you want your future to be. So it's a much more forward thinking kind of interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I hadn't watched that or listened to that episode yet. I need to. There was a, I mean, there's a lot more to it where he he talks about um, you know some of the other things about how to achieve your goals and stuff like that because um, they're very goal driven. I mean, these are mm-hmm. very. Um, you know, the, these these people are like, how do we, you know, grow our businesses? And uh-huh. it's, there's, there's a lot of that into it, too. So I'm just taking out more of the fluffy stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the fluffy parts. Yeah. But um, but one of the, he, so he says that gratitude is a practice that makes people engage in self-control. So he also, that also was kind of lending itself to, to other sort of behaviors and, like, weight loss and stuff like that. Mm. But he was saying that practicing that um, creates self-control um, and a less, it kind of elevates you to a less selfish state because you're sense. so, because you are thinking almost outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and then he, um, he even dares to kind of insinuate that it makes us better workers. It increases our patience. It lessens our stress and it brings about a more joyful demeanor. Just practicing Gratitude. I would absolutely agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think that's why we kind of chose to talk about it this time because in the state that our world is in right now, I just feel like anything we can do to help, you know, just ground, like grounding. Yeah. Yeah. And, and reframe your way of thinking because there's been a lot of doom and gloom lately and winter's here and I just need all the help I can get. I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I like having chores. I like having like, uh, you know, how am I going to try to get myself out of this hole? So this, this kind of speaks to me and it's really weird because I, I'm, I'm kind of stuck in a, a very frustrated kind of almost disgust Mm-hmm. of my fellow humanity. Yeah. I know that's a horrible thing to say. And it's horrible to feel yeah. that. But it's just kind of funny that the that kind of funk that I'm feeling can almost be remedied 
by reframing it in a way that I feel thankful <laughs> rather than pissed off. And so for me, like this, this season of thankfulness, I just really want to focus on. And if something pisses me off to the point where I can't wrap my head around it, then I can always kind of, there's always things to have gratitude towards. There's always people and um, just things in your life that you can just focus on. Because some of that other really negative stuff has gotten too much focus. Yeah. And it's just a good skill to have to um, look on the positive side of things. And and I hope that I teach my kids to do this because it's, it's also a coping mechanism too. You know, when you're faced with adversity, you don't shut down and give up and, you know, you look at the bright side and you think of the positives and you think of what you've learned from it and you pick yourself up from your bootstraps and you continue moving forward and you don't get stuck. I don't know. Those are things I hope I That was brilliant. (laughs) I don't know. I just, my, my parents, well, my mom especially, um, has always, I think kind of instilled that in me. So I'm a very positive, you know, thinking person and Mm -hmm. it really drains me when, I'm around negativity. I don't know. Now, that's not to say that I don't get down. Me too. That's what I'm saying. I'm not liking myself these last Mm. couple months. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard. It's gotten harder and harder. I think to be positive, but it's been harder and harder to feel like such an outlier in our community. And um, and I just I have to kind of reset my thinking in terms of that. You know, really not all that different. Just because people told you you were different than everyone around you doesn't mean you are. And, you know, it's okay to be different. It's okay that people don't have the same views as us. It just seems like (laughs) it seems such an extreme. Well, the disconnect seems really big. Yeah. But that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to internalize. It is. It's not that big. Mm -hmm. And the the there's something really appealing about um, you know the idea that we can curate our emotional life by being engaged in a practice of gratitude. Mm -hmm. That intrigues me. Yes. So that's what I'm going to try to focus on. Just this one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, if I have to do too many things, I start to get overwhelmed and I start to feel complete inadequacy. So if I can just focus on this one idea. Well, and it seems like this one idea then will open up, you know, many in your life to be more I know. It, I'm going to be Buddha in no snowball. time. Snowball. <laughs> Move over, Andrea. <laughs> There's a new Yoda in town. I'm just, I have so much work to do. And I think, you know, it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. I'm just growing into the idea that it's okay to feel like I always have room to grow and that my missteps are just missteps. They don't define me. Right. Um, but what will define you is if you don't, go anywhere else right yep you don't learn from your mistakes and you just sit in them mm-hmm. and, and defend them yeah Ooh. and that is so toxic that Ooh, will yeah you don't want to defend them that will eat you up so i think it, it begins by changing the lens we view our lives through so that we know how to navigate as we sort of yes forward. absolutely rose-colored glasses yeah, <laughs> heck yeah i used to have some of those I bet you did. (laughs) (laughs) Rose and yellow and blue. (laughs) So I think for me this holiday, I have sort of, I just want to, I just want to go back to my core of like what I'm thankful for. That's why I start with my Jesse. 
oh, we'll end with my Jesse, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for him. Um, I'm grateful for my children. Obviously, usually the children go as number one that I'm grateful yeah. for. So I just always have to remind myself that he came first. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I would eat him for my children. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he knows that. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I just feel like I need to get back to the core of what I'm grateful for so that I can, like, sort of re-solidify that mindset so that I can move outward and mm -hmm. start to feel. Well, and, you know, it's kind of nice, too, that you're doing that because we're going to be home more, you know, if we have another shutdown or whatever. And, you know, or you've been home for months from the beginning of the shutdown. And so I just, I feel like everybody's kind of refocused on home and, and who's mm -hmm. in their home and, you know, their family. And hopefully families have gotten closer because of this. Maybe some haven't, I don't know. My family has definitely become closer and mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for that. So yeah, it's kind of a reset. Mm hmm. It's good to have a reset every once in a while. Yeah. And uh, and I'm excited to start creating gratitude specifically as a habit mm -hmm. that I pursue, not just now, but into the future mm -hmm. as we start to come out of this COVID thing. Right. I mean, gratitude will become easier as things lift. It's always a little harder when you're in the trenches of it to feel thankful. Mm -hmm. But it's an important practice, I think. Mm -hmm. So what do you grateful for grateful for my husband my kids um i'm grateful to excuse me throat burp <laughs> <laughs> i'm grateful for my healthy body responses <laughs> i'm grateful for you know having my health and um having this job that i can come to and be creative with you i'm grateful for you and um just grateful that I get to wake up every single day and, I don't know, do it all over again. And that right there, <laughs> that right there is like the base of our humanity. Yeah. Because how many of us would have the exact same answer? Mm -hmm. Not everybody gets to come and spend the day with such an amazing person at a job that they love. Yeah. But the rest of it is all pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. I wasn't saying that. Like, <laughs> That came across as not authentic pride, but the other kind. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm so awesome. <laughs> not I'm glad you to spend time. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no I know. Because that's what I was good. That's what oh, I have that. here on oh, my paper. Emily and, and the kids. <laughs> but I'm excited to have this platform. And, you know, we have, um, you know, the ability to. To have technology to be able to do this and express mm -hmm. ourselves and and yeah it's been really nice having an outlet you know most of the time you know we have things planned obviously we have notes and things for the show but mm -hmm. like you know we sit down and it's just like we just start airing our <laughs> it's just kind of nice therapy to be mm -hmm. honest with you yeah I'm wondering what they think about that they're like <laughs> tighten up girls <laughs> But no. that's the other thing. I'm just so grateful for each one of you that take the time to listen to us yeah. and um, and listen to us ramble on. Because <laughs> I don't know. We just thank you because we're grateful to you as well. Yes, we are. And, um, that's all I got. Yep, me too. <laughs> that's it. So thank you guys so, so much. And happy, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope it's a really, really good one. Yes. Enjoy, everybody. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>
10 pounds heavier. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Nope. Not this year. Nope. <laughs> Cares for everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of The Soapbox. We hope you've learned something and maybe even been inspired to do less better. Want to support our podcast? Then head on over to our website, www.orgoniasoapworks.com. This is where you can find any of the products that we mention in our show and other cool stuff. If you like what we had to say today, then leave us a review. This allows other people to find our podcast. If you want to leave us a comment or a show suggestion, then leave us a voicemail at 513-409-2265. We put out new episodes every other week.